Welcome to the Homeschool Made Simple podcast. We are playing a greatest hit series for you. And today we are replaying episode four. I'm Carol Joy Side, and welcome to Homeschool Made Simple. You're listening to episode four. This is a podcast to help you homeschool simply, inexpensively, and enjoyably. Today, I have two lovely homeschool parents with me that I wanted to interview, uh, Ryan and Christy, and I'd like them to tell uh, you a little bit about them. First of all, kind of what they do for a living, because I think it's exciting and interesting, and um, I I just am proud of them. Ryan, you want to start? Sure. So, I'm a police officer with the Oklahoma City Police Department, and I've been there Coming up on 17 years. Yeah. And what's your position? Currently, I've done a lot of things. Um, currently, I'm in the Internal Affairs Unit, so I basically investigate police misconduct. Been doing mm-hmm. that for a little while. Wow. It's, uh, I better watch my P's and Q's. Yeah, you should. <laughs> but the cool part, the more exciting part, was for like six years I was undercover. So that was pretty fun. Oh, yeah. did you wear like seedy clothes and bandanas and fake beards? Oh, yeah. <laughs> I wore a few funny t-shirts that we won't talk about in no, the we, homeschool podcast. <laughs> and Miss Christy, you want to tell us a little bit about you? Yeah. Um, I mean, I stay home now and homeschool the kids, but I retired from the police department in 2014. Mm-hmm. And um, I, I had 14 years service on the department. And I didn't do... I did a little bit of undercover, not as long as Ryan did, but... Um, Mostly I spent my years working the overnight shift on the south side of Oklahoma City mm-hmm. um, in a police car. Tough, so, tough stuff. Yeah. I miss mm-hmm. it in mm-hmm. some, sometimes. Mm-hmm. Not always. Not always. I mean, I'm glad yeah. to be home. I know. But it was yeah. almost like a dream yeah. working that job. I bet. So what brought you to homeschooling? And that was quite a change of lifestyle for your family. Sure. Uh, it. I mean, when we had children I think we just planned on doing public school mm-hmm. um it wasn't really even on our radar to homeschool neither one of us were homeschooled and um as our oldest started to become of the age where we'd start thinking about preschool and kindergarten uh, that's when Ryan and I just started praying about what we were going to do and if we we're going to do homeschool mm-hmm. which I was not that was not appealing to me at all. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we, Private I school. Say you're, you're, we're your typical homeschool parents. No. Home, yeah. Tell me why. Service. Yeah. I don't know. I just kind of feel like, like she was saying, we were both public school students. We weren't like, we're not educators. We don't have degrees in that or anything like that from college. And it was just seemed like we're just not that personality type. I don't know if I can explain it. But we did have people that were in our church and people that were in our community that we're close to that were doing that. Yeah. And one of which happened to be your son <laughs> and daughter-in-law. Yeah. yeah. So we had, we, we, we saw it being done mm-hmm. and then we had some other friends too that were in that group that we just started to think like, Oh, this is not what we thought it was going to look like, you know? Yes. It's like, Cause what did you all picture homeschooling being like? Oh, Christy. I mean, I just imagined basically doing public school at home. Yes. You know, having the kids brush their teeth, get ready for 
school at home, <laughs> sitting at the table by 9 a.m., working yeah. till noon, taking a lunch, a 30-minute recess, and then coming <laughs> back at 2 and working till 4 wow. at the table and teaching science and grammar and uh, math and mm. reading and spelling. and From some sort of homeschool textbook. Yeah, yes. yeah, some, yes. some gigantic curriculum that I had to study just that's what I thought homeschool was and also I didn't know anybody mm-hmm. I never met I had never met a normal person who was homeschooled <laughs> until I met your son and and Kristen Kristen was homeschooled too right um and so I just didn't it just was not I just I had no reference for homeschool or what homeschool would look like mm-hmm. um, wow at all, and I was really against it when I I can remember Ryan saying when we were trying to figure out what we were going to do with Henry before we put him in preschool. He's four. Um, <laughs> Ryan was like, "Well, I mean, I, I I had retired by then, yeah." So um, I can remember Ryan saying, "Well, I wish I could stay home and teach him," and I was like, oh. "You do." <laughs> <laughs> And so that was like the first like, okay, well, I mean, obviously this is really on his heart, you know, because we had talked to several of our friends. I mean, many people that are in our community that really helped us really wrap our minds around homeschooling Mm -hmm. and ultimately lead us to you and your method. And, um, and so they were really encouraging, but just knowing that Ryan was really processing it and really thinking about homeschooling really helped me to like stop and think okay maybe this is possible and it got us you know on the path of Mm. considering it yes considering it and then ultimately just asking our friends questions which Mm -hmm. led us to your Mm -hmm. method wow so so did you ever use any other method to homeschool no praise god oh okay (laughs) you know i honestly don't know the answer to that that's why i'm asking Mm mm-mm Okay. Well, I mean, we put Henry in, Henry went to public school preschool for six days, maybe. Mm-hmm. And just various reasons we, we ended up taking him out. I mean, um, so that that's really you it. You just jumped in right from the beginning. Well, well as soon as we took Henry out of school, we didn't start homeschooling until three years later. Yeah. <laughs> until he turned yeah. seven. So. Talk about that. Talk about that, Ryan. Why did you why did you not homeschool at four? I just think <clears throat> mostly, I mean, that's your method from, from coming to your conferences and listening to you is like you really start the homeschool process. I mean, technically you're already homeschooling really. You're teaching work ethic, you're reading to your kids aloud, you're going through we grabbed a whole bunch of your books that you recommended, we gobbled them all up. So homeschooling to me from really we were homeschooling from four and we are for for in different ways, but it's mostly us reading aloud to our kids, um, letting them go out in nature, mm-hmm. and um, that's the homeschooling up until the part where we start the official homeschool, <laughs> age seven-ish, you know, when you're starting to teach them to read. That's when I felt like, when we, I almost kind of felt more official like we're homeschooling, but really we've been doing it forever. We're building character in our kids, whether they're one, whether they're just out of the womb to the point, to, to the point that they're seven to when we start the official you know, reading part that we're going to do or writing part. Um, we were doing Bible, all that stuff. That to us is homeschool that we carry out and carry on with, yes. even though that we started the reading part too. Yes. Well, and we also, 
we also were drinking the Kool-Aid of late is better than early. Yeah. And so um, it, it was, I couldn't have, I mean, I couldn't have taught Henry or any of the kids because we still have a four-year-old right now. Our daughter's four. Um, I can't imagine trying to teach her how to write or anything other than what she's interested in me saying, okay, yeah, here's a, here's a color page or, you know, here's how you write a J. Her name starts with a J. So, um, I couldn't imagine doing that. And so really we just, I think JJ was one of the first ones that talked to us about late being, doing it later, um, versus starting it early. Hi, I'm Carol's assistant, Rachel Winchester. If you've been listening to Carol's podcast and want to learn more about her approach to education, we have a special offer for you this month. During the month of December, Carol's basic seminar, A Literature-Based Approach to Education, is available to podcast listeners for 20% off. This seminar is a great starting point for anyone who wants to give their children a world-class education simply, inexpensively, and enjoyably. In this seminar, you'll develop a philosophy of education, learn how to make your children lovers of books, how to use literature to teach history, and you'll be equipped to build your own creative curriculum. You'll also receive book lists that correspond to each workshop. These lists are priceless. I began referencing these lists when my first child was a baby. The books Carol suggests do not disappoint. The method she teaches undergirds everything I personally do in my home with my children. Each time I listen to the seminar, I am refreshed and inspired. We hope you will be too. Click the link in the show notes to visit the web store and get a literature-based approach to education today. Now back to the show. So what have been some of the wins that you've experienced? What have been some of the positives? How has your life changed from maybe what you anticipated or pictured that being like? Oh, well... Um, we're together all the time. Mm. And so, um, I mean, I kind of say jokingly, the, the best part is we're together all the time. The worst part is we're together all the time. <laughs> <That's good. laughs> um, but it, yeah. I just feel like, I think that was one of the main reasons we, we chose to take Henry out of preschool was that it just felt weird sending our kid to someone else. Yes. All day long. And yeah. so, yeah. um, it's really been, it's, that's really been a blessing. I feel like the Lord's been real sweet and it's not easy by any means mm-hmm. being together all the time, but I can feel the Lord's tenderness that, especially when the kids are asleep, that I feel so tender for them. Aww. So I know that, I know that that's kind of normal. Like once your kids go to bed, you feel real tender, but I feel, <laughs> I feel like the Lord's just given us a lot of grace to yeah. be right. together. The, and, the positive is like, we're really a family. Like we are close in relationship, yes. and when you're when you spend like what Christy's saying, we're together all the time. But also when you spend time together all the time, there are things that that are hard. But mm-hmm. I believe that God is sanctifying us through that, mm-hmm. and then through that sanctification process of breaking off things in us, and even in them, we come the the ups and downs. You you grow together as a family, mm-hmm. and we're really doing life together. Mm-hmm. And when I just remember when we brought. When we put Henry in school, it was filling out all the paperwork with the state. I was just like, okay, this just felt weird. We put him in there. I was like, he's away from us, yeah. and he's only four. Yeah. Like, he needs to be home. He needs yeah. to be with us. This yeah. is 
we only get so many years with him in our home and I want to make the most of that mm. and I want to be with him. And so that's why we pulled him back. And I was like, I think we're supposed to homeschool. <laughs> that's the only way that you can be with them. Yes. And, and it's not like it's like Christy saying, it's not like it's always easy, right. but it's worth it in the end. Amen. It's worth it. And the payoffs are huge. Yeah. And the relational closeness that school not that they're intentionally doing this, but just by the very nature of, well, you're a third grader and you're yeah. a first grader and first graders are losers. And, you know, there's just this mm-hmm. kind of division that school by its nature creates. Well, I was going to say some of the other positives was right from the very beginning, we started reading a lot out loud. Yeah. Talk that, to me about that. And so, um, and Henry might be unique in the in the way that he likes to listen yes. to to audiobooks he i mean i could read the phone book to him yes. and he would just be entranced yes um but so that was it was just really good um that we were given the opportunity to read more and then also i started reading the classics for the first time <laughs> so i'm getting to experience them so um I'm probably getting my education so. yeah i i mean i'm i'm like learning more now than i ever did through school so like wow. why why didn't i know that christopher columbus didn't actually make it to america mm-hmm. you know he wasn't the first one to make it to mm-hmm. anyway i just always pictured him like landing on plymouth rock it wasn't even <laughs> so. i love it i love it yeah so, Ryan, what have been some of the books that you've really enjoyed with the kids and really connected with reading? Wow. Put me on the spot. I uh, know. I'm sorry. The Bible, of The course. Bible. That's a good one. <laughs> that's, a, that's a bestseller, I've heard. It is. It's yeah. good. Um, yeah. Have you read the Little House books with your children? Or the li- I've, I, Christy's read, reading those with them. And we, my favorite moments with the Little House books are, are when we get the audio books. Yes. And we take a, a family vacation. Mm-hmm. Yes. And instead of, throwing on a, oh. instead of throwing on a video back there, we just throw in an audio book. And the whole family, for five hours, is just, you know. <laughs> That's so great. Loving this this oh. the story. And so that those are some of my fondest memories. But like, what Danger's is it that journey. what are some dangerous journey is? Oh, the, the talk about that. Yeah, talk oh, about I've that. always just we've read that multiple times. Just picking that up, and yeah. the boys especially, we just sit down and start working our way through it. It's just really rich and and so good. And I don't know, for people who are listening, favorites. dangerous journey. Tell it describe that book, and um, oh. that that title might be used in other context so explain what it's taken from so i think it's the the book that you've recommended to us is it's called uh the dangerous journey and it's it's i guess it's a pilgrim's progress pilgrims based on pilgrim's progress written by john bunyan yes and um i guess it's just more geared towards kids at this age it's a little bit shorter probably more but it's bunyan's actual words so yeah which is cool it's not just some completely different story and they call it pilgrim's progress Mm -hmm. But it's got some really cool artwork in there. Yeah, and scary. It's, it is a little bit scary. Which but the kids, boys adore. The, the boys do. We <laughs> yeah. try to read that during the day more than at night lately. We've learned. Yes. But I've, I've loved it. I, I never read Pilgrim's Progress before, so at least now I'm reading through it and read through it multiple totally, times. Totally. Through this Dangerous Journey one, and I don't know. I love that one. Yeah. What, what yeah. When Ryle and Schaefer um, spend the night, they're like, Grammy, Grammy. Because one, one time they're staying over and they're like, we like books that are scary. And I'm mm. like, scary. I'm, I'm racking my brains. So I'm like, oh, well, how about, this was your daddy's favorite book and it's scary when he was little. So I pulled it out and they're like, we 
we love this. This is our favorite book. So then I sent, I had two copies, so I sent one home with them, and every day that's like, and then when they come here, Grammy, let's read Pilgrim, mm-hmm. let's read Dangerous Journey. I'm like, honey, we've read that, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but that's our favorite book. Yeah. Mm-hmm. What were you going to say, Christy? Oh, I was just, I was thinking of, we've read several of the Mendert de Young books. Am yeah, I- Mendert de Young. Oh, oh, oh yes. Yeah. So oh, a friend of mine just was reading Far Out the Long Canal uh, just yesterday. She was telling me about it, and I'm like, oh. I don't know if you've read that one yeah, yet. Have. have you read mm-hmm. it? Mm-hmm. Okay, what else? Dirk's uh, Dog Bellow. Uh-huh. Along Came a Dog. Along Came a Dog. Oh, yeah. That's probably my favorite one. Yeah, Shadrach. Um, yeah. And I and we I read Shadrach. Yeah. Um, we read... Wheel on the School. We read Wheel on the School. That's another good one. Um, a, a Horse Came Running, which is a little bit more intense. There's Tornado. and. Oh, I've never read that one. It was good. Yeah. And then um, Hurry Home Candy. candy. Oh. That one was good. You... The Easter Cat. Did you read that I one? I haven't read that one yet. The but Duck we and the Christy. Christy is expanding our library. I bet. I've seen your so library. It's good. Yeah. It's been fun for her. I think to go out there and search those out <laughs> mm-hmm. and find the deals. Mm-hmm. We pulled out Winnie the Pooh Aww. on audiobook. Right now, I mean, Audible.com has both volumes narrated by two. The first two volumes narrated by Peter Dennis for free on Audible.com really? right now. So we just pulled that out again for the kids to listen uh, to in the car because Peter Dennis narrates it so well. Oh, that's marvelous. So, good. Yeah. so House of Pooh Corner and Winnie the Pooh. Yes, I say volume. Um, just on well, Audible, there's they're separated into oh. they're separated into volumes on Audible. So oh. yes, it's really just I think it's the House of Pooh Corner. Okay, okay, because there's two um, books that are. Um, literature what's what i'm trying to say prose and then there are two that are poetry yeah so the two that mm-hmm. are prose are house of pooh corner and mm-hmm. winnie the pooh yeah. yeah and then the the poetry are now we are six and when we were very young yes mm-hmm. so yeah yes. oh my word i love and those books to be encouraging to the people out there yeah we are not readers really i didn't grow oh. up reading talk yeah. to me about read that all. talk to me about i don't know that. if you did christy but no i didn't i very rarely i don't think i read up through a book until I was an adult. Right. And that was probably like Harry Potter or something. But right. It was Nine the years. first time I read through it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So now we're reading hundreds of books. Are you? Time. You mean so. adult books as well? No, I just children, say children's adults, books. But we, mainly our reading right now, not that, that we don't read adult books, right. but mainly it's to the kids. Mm-hmm. And so, mm-hmm. but it's just interesting because so I think you our become... kids' legacy is going to be different than ours. Mm. You know, they're going to be readers. They can't, they can't help it. They're mm-hmm. inundated with it right now yeah. all the time. Yeah. And, the, and the neat thing, Ryan, that what I'm hearing is what other fathers have told me, that they were never readers, but they've become readers as they've read to their children. Yes. And as your children get older, you just keep reading more sophisticated books. Mm-hmm. So eventually mm-hmm. you're going to be reading Jane Austen and Charles Dickens yeah, yeah. and War and Peace. Yeah. <laughs> so right now we have a four-year-old, a six-year-old, an eight-year-old, and um, so we're still reading picture books, yes, all the way to chapter books, yes, it's just depending on who's in the room. Mm-hmm. So we get a little bit of mix of everything, and mm-hmm. even the eight-year-old, he loves chapter books, but he loves just the simple picture book too. Who but, doesn't? Yeah, so it's good. a picture book is irresistible. Mm-hmm. Yeah. C.S. Mm-hmm. Lewis said, "No book is worth reading at fifty-five that isn't worth reading at five, and vice versa. Mm-hmm. If it's good for your five-year-old." It would be good for you as an adult. Yeah. Don't read these, you know, Bernstein bear books or whatever right. that just, ugh. But you're like, oh, they're only five. It doesn't matter. No, it does matter. Mm-hmm. Their palate is being trained for excellence. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And if you don't love it, why inflict it upon them? Right. Mm-hmm. 
So if you were considering homeschooling today or starting out or being forced to homeschool um, by what's going on in our world today, what is what advice would you give those young families? Well, I just had a I just had a friend at gymnastics the other day saying that she was um, going to homeschool her uh, preschooler, and I was like, oh, you got to come to Carol's seminar, which I think she's planning on coming. I don't know if, what's going to happen with all that, but yes. um, I mean, I just right away I'm like, you hear Raymond Moore better late than yeah, early. Really. Yeah. Um, and then to come to your conferences, and I think you have a little preschool podcast that you and JJ did that I listened to right after we pulled Henry out of preschool, mm-hmm. just to you know figure out like what am I supposed to be doing because everything the everything in the public school realm is saying like hey their 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 brains are ready to absorb <laughs> all this information and you know you just they, they're so able to retain everything and hear teaching their letters and and it was just opposite of what you mm-hmm. said to us mm-hmm. and so i would i would point them to your website point them to your seminars mm-hmm. and just encourage them that um it doesn't have to be yeah literature-based education it's yeah, not yeah, yeah. what you, what we thought it was yeah eight, eight hours a day of homeschooling it's it's a lot easier than that really it's just it's woven into the fabric of your life it becomes mm-hmm. a part of your life and so the wow. instead of eight hours it's more like 45 minutes of formal academics. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. And then the rest is nature, work, right. character building, yeah. life, and mm-hmm. reading out loud. Reading, mm-hmm. reading, yeah. reading. Yeah. Right. Cooking. Do, you, do your kids cook with you, bake with you? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Cook, mm-hmm. clean up. They do yeah. it all. Yeah. We're teaching them work ethic. and, and I mean, it's about building their character right now, and that's mm-hmm. how you do it. So. Wow. Any advice to dads, Ryan, before we close? Read to your kids, mm-hmm. especially the dad. Mm-hmm. And that's probably been our priority every day I'm reading to them no matter what we mm-hmm. try to make it you know unless I have some sort of meeting I can't be there that night but yeah. every day that I'm there yes. and then I can read yes. even if it's a late night I'm, yeah. I'm throwing a quick book on real quick you know we're out late because of baseball or whatever it might be or yeah. we're, just, we're out with friends and it's bedtime I try to get in a little bit of a story before awesome. we go every day so. and you you work a very stressful job it would be easier for you to come home and put your feet up and chill out watching a screen but this is sacrificial for you to come home after a long day and do that yep it is but it's worth it because <sighs> i love my kids it's yeah worth it. amen yeah. Yeah. Ah, that is so precious christy anything else you want to add no just listen to carol <laughs> <laughs> you're so cute wow this has been such a joy well To the folks out there, thank you for joining me this week on the Homeschool Made Simple podcast. If you liked what you heard in this episode, I'd appreciate a rating and review on iTunes. Or if you'd simply tell a friend about the show, that would be great. Visit my website, Carol, with an E at the end, Carol Joy Side, S-E-I-D, caroljoyside.com to subscribe to the monthly newsletter, which is free, and receive exclusive discounts in my online store where seminars and interviews are available. Be sure to tune in next week for my next episode. Help you homeschool simply, inexpensively, and enjoyably.